Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive. So visit our YouTube channel, CoinCompass.com slash YouTube to follow along. We use TradingView for all our charts, and you can sign up for a free account at coincompass.com slash tradingview. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics Podcast. This is Ferris with you. It is the 19th of April. The weekend has just closed, and we've had some pretty serious volatility in Bitcoin. So this is just a Bitcoin flash update, just a quick episode today. Um, the bull market is still intact and I kind of want to explain what I believe happened is my opinion, what happened this weekend. So if we look at this chart, this is what's called a doji or indecision candle. So we see we had a high up here where Bitcoin hit all time highs just below 65,000, but it also went quite significantly lower at just below 52,000. So we had this huge, huge swing in the price of Bitcoin. And why this is called an indecision candle? Because you've got a wick way up here and a shadow way down here. So you had a lot of sellers at 65,000, but a lot of buyers at 52,000. And then it closed in the middle. So this was a tug of war between buyers and sellers, and neither one convincingly. I am still very much bullish. If you would have seen my episode last week when we had this candle where we closed at all-time highs, I said that was a bullish sign. Um, on a four-hour time chart, this for you day traders, this would have been very, very stressful. So in the matter of just over four hours, we went down $10,000 basically. Um, and that, yeah. We have regained since. So if you were a short-term trader, that would have been really, really stressful. I did actually see this pattern playing out. It was not a clean pattern, but you could kind of make this triangle playing out here. Um, and I'm not a short-term trader when it comes to Bitcoin. So, I mean, we saw this right-angle triangle broke down below it. And look, I would have not expected this. I honestly saw thought six the thousand was going to hold. If it broke below that, I thought, you know, 57.5 would hold, but we had to go all the way down to just below 52,000. I was not expecting. So that was quite a shock. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. But why do I think this is a good sign? So if we go back to a weekly chart, um, you will see our previous point of supply was here at 50,000, just above 50,000. That's the low of this candle here because we hit there and went higher. So that low there has actually still held. We did not break below that one right there. We actually broke above it. So that's a good sign for me now. Um, this week, all we need to do is close higher than this low, which is just below 52,000. So if we close higher than 52,000, I'm very confident. What I think this was is, to me, 
the way markets work and Bitcoin traders have actually been spoiled for several years now because they have not been trading against hedge funds or professional traders. Um, they've been trading against individual professional traders, but not hedge funds. With hedge funds entering this space in 2017, you are now competing against people with a lot of money and a lot of trading experience. What they'll do is they will basically, if they want a market to go up, they're going to sell it first. They're going to drop the price, scare people off, buy lower. So if you bought last week or at the beginning of the week, last week at 62,000, you saw it go down 10 grand, you're out. People will just scare. They're not going to hold. They're going to scare you out, buy your position back and let it go up. And the analogy I like to use for this is um, if you've ever seen old footage of the way when they used to um, cut logs down, cut trees down, and you send them down river. You send the logs down river. That's how they transport them. So they want to put them on boats or ships. You just put them down the current and the river takes them. Now, those big logs, let's pretend that they are the big firms, the big traders with a lot of money. If there is a lot of spindly little rubbish in the river as well, so like smaller logs, um, just kindling getting stuck there, that's going to slow the big logs down. So the big logs, your big traders, the spindly little stuff, that's everyone else. You want to get the spindly little stuff out of the way so the current goes faster. So that's what they do. They get all the little day traders out of the way, and then they can get a much nicer clean break to go higher. So honestly, guys, I'm expecting within the next two to three weeks, we're going to see all-time highs again. What would change that narrative is if we close below 52,000, then I'm going to go, okay, not looking so great. But at this stage, um, yeah, I am still very much bullish on Bitcoin. So if you were a weekly trader, you'd still be in this trade. You would have gotten pretty nervous, but we did not close below here. We did not close below 50,000. And that's really, we didn't even get to 50,000. We got to 51,500. So this would not have affected you if you got in last week, your position is still underwater, but that's going to happen in long-term positions. Short-term positions, you probably did get stopped out. But yeah, that's why I don't trade short-term if I was going to trade Bitcoin. So that's it for a quick flash update of the Bitcoin Basics podcast this week. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.